0: This is a Squeeze Podcast, where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Wednesday, the 20th of January. In your Squeeze Today, Donald Trump's final day as president, tennis versus fruit picking, the World Health Organization's clip over the ears, and the French go vegan. This is your Squeeze Today. Claire, today is the final day of Donald Trump's presidency. By the time we put out the podcast tomorrow, Joe Biden's inauguration will have happened and he will be President of the United States. It's on at 4am Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time and it's going to be a bit different to inaugurations gone by. There's, for one, going to be a much smaller gathering there.
1: Normally, these are big events that have quite significant crowds, but that has all been quirled because of the coronavirus crisis, for one thing, but also because of fears that there might be more violence off the back of what we saw a couple of weeks ago at the Capitol.
0: No inauguration ball either, which is often what gets a bit of attention. Some might remember Barack and Michelle Obama dancing to Beyonce singing At Last. Still going to be plenty of celebrity though, Claire. There is. Lady
1: Gaga will sing the national anthem at That's swearing-in ceremony tomorrow. There'll also be performances from Jennifer Lopez and Garth Brooks. Then we get into the afternoon. As you say, no balls and no parade down Pennsylvania Avenue either. That's a mainstay of these inaugural days. But there will be a virtual parade uh, and also in the evening a 90-minute TV special that's going to be hosted by Tom Hanks and it'll feature a galaxy of stars. The theme is a united America.
0: So, still a lot of ceremony. Some traditions will stay. One tradition that won't is that the incoming and outgoing presidents usually ride to the US Capitol together to that inauguration ceremony. It's meant to symbolise a peaceful transition of power. That won't be happening this time around. Donald Trump's confirmed he won't be attending. Yeah, and by
1: this time tomorrow, as Biden has been sworn in, Donald Trump will most likely be on the golf course at his Mar-a-Lago resort in Florida. He is flying out early. He will be the first president to miss his successor's swearing in ceremony of 152 years. He's got a couple of things to do, though. What media has been reporting is that he's likely to hand down more than 100 presidential pardons and commutations in the next 24 hours. So that's something to look out for today.
0: On Donald Trump's non-attendance, Joe Biden said he was just fine with that. He called Trump's decision to sit out of the inauguration one of the few things we have ever agreed on. To the Australian Open now, and the latest is that there are seven cases in Victoria linked to the Open. There are another two, Claire, one of which is a player who have tested positive, but Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews said they will potentially be able to train as they're not active cases, but rather cases of viral shredding. That's a new one.
1: Yeah, it's a fine distinction, that one. Really, it means, as you say, that they're not active, so they're safe to get out and hit the courts and take their five hours of practice time. That, of course, is a big bonus for them with plenty of players still unhappy about the conditions that they're seeing there as they try and lead up to the big tournament, the first
0: one of the year. Yeah, this is getting a lot of attention with Daniel Andrews facing criticism for allowing tennis players into the state over residence and now Claire ahead of fruit pickers. And it's an issue, of course, I don't know, Kate, whether you've gone to the supermarket and bought
1: any fruit or veg in the Mm. last couple of weeks, it's starting to edge up in price and that's a supply issue because with seasonal workers being down, particularly that big backpacker trade that they get to pick fruit and veg uh, not coming through the farms, uh, what it has done is seen supply down and prices up.
0: Yeah, and if you're wondering why they can't get locals to do the picking, according to farmers, they've tried. It seems locals don't want to do it or they don't need the work. An interim report released by the Independent Panel looking into the handling of the coronavirus pandemic has taken aim at both China's handling of the virus in its initial stages and also at the World Health Organisation, Claire.
1: And there are all the criticisms that we really heard throughout last year that China could have done more to act more forcefully to curb the initial outbreak and also that the World Health Organization took too long to declare an international public health emergency and that saw it spread around the world.
0: Yeah, the panel is called the Independent Panel for Pandemic Preparedness and Response. It was set up by the World Health Organisation last July and it's due to hand down its final report in May. Fun fact, former Prime Minister of New Zealand Helen Clark is heading that up. Cyclone Kimmy has been threatening the northeast of Australia for the past week, Claire, but it's kind of old news. It did bring heavy rain and some flooding, and the Weather Bureau has said there's early indications that another storm system could form in the coming weeks. The weather talk though has really turned to the southeast of the country with a heat wave on the cards. Yeah, we're getting set for a
1: scorcher if you're in Adelaide, Canberra, Melbourne, parts of Sydney West. Lots of inland areas from there. They're expecting temperatures in the high thirty. 30s and mid-40s as we head into Friday and the weekend. That's just in time to get your thongs and your bucket hat ready for Australia Day. Could be a bit of a warm one and you can enjoy that part of a public holiday in the warm weather. But back in Queensland, a lot of rain still happening and maybe even another cyclone.
0: Yeah, Australia Day next Tuesday. Just a reminder, it's a public holiday, so plenty of people are expected to take an extra long weekend. Over to Thailand now, and a former civil servant has been given a record prison term of 43 years and six months for breaching the country's strict law, which says you can't insult or defame the monarchy. She was initially sentenced to 87
1: years, but that was cut in half because of a guilty plea. What she did was post 29 times to social media uh, clips from podcasts that were critical of the monarchy during the 2014 unrest that saw the military junta that's currently in power put into government. And human rights advocates have called it a spine-chilling signal, uh, what it means, of course, for those who have been protesting over the last six months or so against the current government and against the monarchy could be in real trouble.
0: Yeah, it's interesting to note that public criticism of the monarchy was until recently pretty rare. To the cricket and the fourth and final test in the series against India came down to the wire on day five. Claire, for the Aussies though it wasn't to be. Kate, as I was drafting the email, I actually put a Placeholder in there saying that it was a
1: draw, and mm. then things got yep. very
0: Too exciting.
1: Soon. It was quite incredible, and it's really one of the best examples of why Test cricket can get really exciting. There's lots of attention on Tim Payne, our captain and wicket keeper, about whether he'll retain that captaincy after a few bumps in that Test series, but disappointing for the Aussies, but a really amazing result for the Indian team.
0: Yeah, it's a big change from the first Test in Adelaide when they were all out for. 36. The win yesterday means India took the series. It's also the first loss for the Aussies at the Gabba in over 30 years. And as you touched on, Tim Payne, when asked about his captaincy yesterday, said, and this is the quote, I'm loving doing my job. It's a difficult job. And at times like these, it can be bloody hard work. But that's what I signed up for. Now, Claire, with their love of cheese and butter, who would have thought a vegan restaurant in France would be given a Michelin star? It's quite an
1: incredible development and really a sign about just how uh, prevalent vegan cooking and vegan cuisine is becoming uh, lots of horror from the traditionalists that a restaurant that is serving, uh, particularly in France, food without butter to start off with, but yeah, a really
0: incredible sign of the trend about vegan food. It's called Ona. It's in the southwest of France. And when we're finally allowed to travel again, I'm sure it will be on many people's list. Indeed. And Claire, as we talked about last week, from time to time, we're going to do what we like to call Squeeze the Day. That's a look at what might be happening today in the news, famous anniversaries, historical dates, a bit of a blast from the past for me, 15 years ago today that High School Musical premiered. For many, one of those films that takes you right back to your childhood, and it was also Zac Efron's Introduction to the World. I don't like musicals, but
1: I'll give you that one. Uh, <laughs> for me, it's Penguin Awareness Day. Now, I don't know if that means that as you're out and about, you just have to keep a watch out for whether there's penguins around, but just acknowledge them. <laughs> certainly, <or laughs> Penguin Awareness Day. Keep your eyes about
0: you. I think it's got a conservation element to it, but yeah, <laughs> oh, is maybe that what it, it is. I, I think it does. Yeah, good one. Good day to head to the zoo. That's what you're thinking got about it. doing. That'll do from us today. Thanks for listening in, and we'll be back with you tomorrow.